Hello everyone, I want to welcome you guys to the introduction of the Midwest Coaster Fans Podcast. Uh, we're going to start doing these just to bring you guys news and we're also going to bring discussions such as our favorite roller coasters, favorite theme parks, favorite things about roller coasters, stuff like that, favorite rides, uh, best and worst in each park and stuff like that. We hope you guys are listening and enjoying everything. Uh, today's Monday, October 21st, recording this about 4.30 in the morning. I uh, just wanted to give you guys some news and uh, some great things going on uh, with us. I uh, just got done with Six Flags Great America. That's where Dustin was at, and I was over at, um, if I didn't introduce myself, I'm Chris, uh, you probably already uh, remember and recognize the voice, but I was at Kentucky Kingdom, first time going and uh, to actually ride the rides. Um, I was talking to other people and let them know that um, when Six Flags owned the park a long time ago, I happened to be living near there because I was stationed down in Fort Knox and uh, never actually visited over there because of an incident that happened. I don't want to bring up the incident because many of you already know it. It had to do with Six Flags, not with this new park. So, anyways, uh, yeah, Six Flags, uh, when they owned Kentucky Kingdom, did not take well care of it. And then, um, just some history on it, uh, the Kentucky State Board did not want uh, Ed Hart owning it. Again, because he sold it to Six Flags. So that was a battle, and then they came to an agreement. He'd have to invest so much money over a period of time. And uh, that's exactly what happened. And uh, Ed Hart's been owning, I think, the uh, park was bought four or five years ago. Uh, I don't have the information right now in front of me, but I ended up going there on Saturday. Jacob from our team has been there, and so is Annika from our team. They definitely recommended riding the roller coasters and checking out the park. Uh, They really like it. It's really unique. It's a nice small owned park um and i like small owned parks like indiana beach and kentucky kingdom's up there holiday world's up there and uh the first thing that i was able to do is ride lightning rod and sorry not lightning rod sorry they're similar names lightning run is the name i meant and it's a chance roller coaster and chance rides makes a lot of good rides Uh, A lot of people aren't really familiar with their roller coasters, and as far as I know, it's one of only maybe one or two in the actual United States. Uh, So I went in there not expecting a whole lot, because when you go up there, all you see is kind of uh, a short structure. Uh, It's only about 100, uh, I believe it's like 105 feet tall or something like that. So you're like, there's no way this thing can do anything. Well, you know, due to Kentucky Kingdom being so close to Louisville Stafford Airport or whatever, whatever it's called, uh, they have height limitations. So I uh, rode in the back and the front on that coaster, uh, rode in the back first, and then came back later in the evening and rode in the back and then in the front again. And let me tell you, that first drop on lightning run is amazing and all the elements after that it's like a miniature version of steel vengeance if uh those of you have been over to uh cedar point ohio 
the only difference is there's not any inversions and it doesn't go in and out of its structure but i'm just talking about similar elements how it whips you back and forth and side to side but it does it in a smooth manner and then the end part is bunny hops let's just say uh it ended up being one of my favorite coasters that i've ever ridden and i've ridden uh up to 118 or 119 coasters now and uh, a lot of them I actually rode for the first time this year. Um, I was at the, actually not for the first time this year because I was at a lot of parks over the years. And I probably forgot a couple of the parks that I was actually at. But anyways, uh, Lightning Run to me is in my top 20. And, uh, obviously, my uh, 1 and 2 doesn't matter because uh, we're not talking about that right now. We'll talk about that in a later podcast. Uh, so then I went over and rode Kentucky Flyer, which is a GCI, uh, which is Gravity Group. Um, I, I believe it's Gravity Group. I, it's not Gravity Group, sorry. It's a little early in the morning, so I might be getting my uh, facts a little bit uh, construed. But anyways, uh, it has the Timberliner... Uh, restraints which were designed by them themselves um, basically they're designed so that no one can actually get out of uh, the restraints including kids who are 40 inches and above it's kind of a weird restraint system because it doesn't involve a seatbelt it just kind of latches over your body and with the roller coaster only being I don't know exactly the height, but I know it's a hundred uh, under a hundred feet. I think it's only like sixty or seventy feet tall, and uh, the coaster is very short, but it packs a good punch, and it's a good starter coaster for families that want to get their kids going on a good coaster. I rode that four times, loved every minute of it. I'm a more of a wood wooden uh, roller coaster fan than a steel. I don't know why. I've just always loved wood wooden coasters a lot more but anyways uh, uh actually um actually uh rocky mountain construction rmc is actually changing that view for me i do like converted coasters and a lot of coasters that go in flips uh, but i was never really a fan of like hyper gigas and my perception on those actually changed i actually like them now but anywho um definitely enjoyed it and it's definitely um, a one-of-a-kind family coaster uh, the layout of Kentucky Kingdom for me was kind of different um, but there's always staff they're more than helpful and you don't really see that in a lot of parks I don't see that at the Cedar Fair parks as much uh, but Kentucky Kingdom they were more than willing to help you if you had a question or if you had anything going on and you wanted uh, something to be handled, um, they were right there giving you, uh, and they were very nice and polite and uh, definitely southern, showing their southern hospitality. Uh, and uh, I was very impressed with uh, the staff at uh, Kentucky Kingdom. And it's going to be one of the main reasons that I continue to go back there. And um also the layout of the park is different but i kind of like it and at first i was kind of hesitant i was like yeah this park's okay but as i walked around and got a chance to observe and uh 
I really enjoy it more. I it kind of grew on me. So uh, definitely one of my favorite small um, family-owned parks, or not even family-owned, just small parks, you know. And uh, then I went over to Storm Chase, or sorry, T3, and it's a Vacoma uh, inverted suspended coaster, and uh, that, that's all I'm going to say about that. Um, do not, I did not like it. Um, if you like those kind of rough coasters, kind of like, it's kind of similar, but, you know, I can't even say it's similar to it because... Uh, 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 Vortex is, you know, 30 years old. I mean, 33 years, 33 seasons. And uh, this one is, I don't know what year T3 was, so I'm not going to say, but I know T3 is a lot younger than <laughs> than Vortex. And uh, one's by Arrow, obviously, the other one by Vacoma. Vacoma makes great coasters for Disney, but... For some reason, parks in the United States have struggled to get a really good uh, coaster uh, built by them, which is kind of <coughs> kind of strange to me. But um, I mean, I got the ride credit. Um, some of you may like it. Definitely try it out if you haven't. I'm not going to give my opinion on it if you've never been on it before because it wouldn't be fair, or, or I wouldn't tell you not to go on it. Is what I meant because it wouldn't be fair. And then I went over to Storm Chaser, and let me tell you what. I don't know why this thing's underrated with a lot of people. I've only been on three RMCs. I've been on Steel Vengeance, Goliath, and this one. I plan on writing a lot more next year, obviously, with the addition of Iron Gwazi and so forth. But from the first inversion on the drop and the Bunny Hills and the second inversion, and then there's Bunny Hops into a helix into the station might be short but the thing packs a punch and i rode back middle and front to get all different and the back and the front are almost the same um so definitely def check that out now we had a chance to go to the media night so we definitely recommend the uh we definitely recommend uh over this next this last weekend friday saturday and sunday that you check out the clowns and the zombie uh haunted house didn't do that Saturday night because we did it on media night. And, uh, it's pretty, it was, it was pretty good when we did it. And the food's really good during the Hollow Scream as well. Um, actually tried everything on media night and I could definitely recommend the, the sliders, the burger, the wings, almost everything. But I did not try the Killer Clown tachos but i got to do that on saturday night and i got seven or eight of them great for the money about 8.99 9.48 after tax or something like that oh my god they filled me up and i was very happy with that and uh the free drink refills very uh very good thing the only thing different from them in holiday world holiday world it's automatically included and then you could buy like a refillable container that you can use all season, and it doesn't cost any amount of money to fill it up. You just buy the mug. Here, I think it's a dollar per refill if you want the real refillable mug. Um, I don't know if season pass holders have to pay for drinks. I know because I paid the amount for Hollow Scream, 
I just had to wear like a band around that they scanned and then gave me a drink cup and I got my drink and then did that. But uh, I didn't get a chance to ride any flat rides. My main concentration was on coasters because of our you know, page Midwest Coaster fans. I like giving you that first and then the whole park review experiencing that. Um, they had a lot of small, uh, a lot of small flat rides, and then I did ride roller skate, but it was just for fun. A uh, little kitty ride, a little kitty coaster uh, packs a good punch. But definitely get out to uh, Kentucky Kingdom. It's open this last weekend. It's twenty nine ninety nine to get in if you don't have a season pass. You get free drink refills, and it includes both haunted houses. Uh, you can get it online at KentuckyKingdom.com. I think that's the name of the website. If you just go to Google, type in Kentucky Kingdom, it's going to pop it right up anyways. But, uh, anywho, uh, thank you for listening to our first podcast. This is a, this is my uh, interpretation review of uh, uh, Kentucky Kingdom. We're going to have more park reviews and walk uh, ref- walkthroughs um, as the uh, weeks go on. Um, and some park news, uh, we'll do the park news. We're going to do that every Friday on here on our podcast. So stay tuned. Uh, we're going to have a podcast coming out on Friday. And uh, with that being said, until next time, this is Chris signing off from our first podcast on Midwest Coaster Fans. Thank you.